Like many of you, I assume, uh, our family watched the ball drop on New Year's Eve. Oh, actually, let me just take a quick poll. Let me see. Uh, raise your hand. How many of you stayed up that late? Any of the, raise your hand if you watched. Okay, that's pretty good. Stayed up, watched the ball drop. Now, we were thankful to be uh, in the comfort of a warm home on the couch uh, instead of the cold streets of New York City <laughs> with wall-to-wall people. And maybe some of you commented as well, like, oh, we're glad we're watching it instead of there. You know, and the, the crowd, the masses, millions of people and on a cold night in the city. As we start this message, and thinking of that image of, of the massive crowd, of the millions on New Year's Eve, about to bring in a new year, uh, I have a, a thought-provoking question. If God was standing in that massive crowd that night, would anyone have recognized him? A lot of people. But if God showed up and was standing right in the midst of the crowd, would anyone have recognized him? If God showed up in your workplace or school or walked past you on the street, would you recognize him? I think we would all want to say yes. We'd want to say yes if God showed up, we would recognize him. I mean, how could you not recognize God if God showed up? (laughs) Even though it's now 2020, Would we have the spiritual vision and awareness to spot God in the crowd? I wonder. I I really wonder if we would. The reason I wonder is because... God took on skin and bones many years ago, and many, many did not recognize him. We read it just a little bit ago in in the scripture out of the Gospel of John chapter 1. Let me read verses 9 and 10 once again. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Isn't that amazingly ironic. Though the world was made through Jesus, the world did not recognize him at his coming. Jesus' first coming 
was very humble. Very humble. His second coming will be much more apparent. The New Testament Testament speaks of his coming again in very triumphant terms. Like a great bolt of lightning going across the sky. That he will come upon the clouds of heaven with great power and great glory for all to see. Maybe not everyone saw or recognized his presence 2,000 years ago. But on the day and the hour which he returns, which nobody knows, but on that day, in that moment when he comes, all will see. There will be no doubt. God is coming back into the world he created. And all will see. So... In between his first coming and his second coming, we find ourselves, and we call an an epoch of faith, this this time of faith, where we don't see Jesus walking the earth anymore, like he once did 2,000 years ago. But before he ascended into heaven, he told us plainly, I am with you always. Trust in that. I am with you always. So in this epoch of faith, we are to ask and seek and knock, be active within our faith, getting to know God by getting to know Jesus. Christianity has a very simple yet very audacious claim that to know Jesus is to know God. That's the that's one way of boiling it down. I'm not saying it's the only way, but the Christian faith and very it's a it's simple, but it's a very audacious claim that to know Jesus is to know God. In John 14, verse 9, Jesus makes the very startling claim, saying, Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. And in John 10, verse 30, he says, I and the Father are one. Wow. The Christian faith often gets so complex and can even get convoluted of our own human making. The more simplified version is this. Sometimes we need to simplify things a bit. So when you bring it all together, the simple version is you get to know God, the God of the universe, by getting to know God who took on a body and walked the earth. 
Knowing Jesus is knowing God. To get to know him, to walk with him, to trust in him, and to love him as he loves you. And he loves you with a powerful, perfect love. A kind of love that we get close to in this life, through marriage and children and parents. It's a love we get close to. It's a love we won't see and experience fully until heaven. Powerful, perfect love that he has for each of us. So at the start of a new year, the start of a new decade, will we get to know God better by getting to know Jesus better? Will we walk with God more closely by following Jesus more closely? Today we will be sharing Holy Communion in celebration of Epiphany. The word Epiphany means unveiling, opening, revelation. So it's the unveiling and revelation to the world of who God is. A lot of people wonder, who is God? And we believe, we believe that the face of God was shown into the world through the face of Jesus. That's what we believe as Christians, the face of God. The very character, nature, and personality of God showed up in the world through the person of Jesus Christ. So his mercy, his love, his forgiveness have been on display through his sacrifice for our sins upon the cross. His love has already been on display for the whole world now to see and know. So as we begin to learn from and follow Jesus more closely this year, we will begin to see and behold more how awesome our God is. As we come to a close, there is a simple, back to simple again, there's a simple and yet very profound truth about focusing on our relationship with Jesus that comes to us, that epiphany, that revealing to all of us from the lips of his divine father and human mother. This is very interesting. I didn't see this before in the scriptures until coming into this message today. We start to get this focus of to know Jesus is to know God and this focus upon Jesus, we get it from the very lips of Jesus' divine father and human mother, both sides. So hear this, and then we'll close up shop, and then we'll have uh, communion, and all will be welcome just to receive uh, the love of our Lord. So at Jesus' transfiguration, when his glory was revealed to his disciples on the mountain... His dad spoke from heaven audibly, saying, This is my son. Listen to him. 
That's what he said. This is my son. Listen to him. That's what his, the divine father said. Now let's look at Mary. Mary, his mother, told the people before his first miracle, she said, do what he tells you. From the lips of his mother, she said to all the people, do what he tells you. So the parents of Jesus, hear this now. (laughs) The parents of Jesus are sending us a message today and forward that we need to listen to him and do what he tells you. They are pointing to us, pointing to us their son, our Lord and Savior. When we listen to Jesus and when we do what he says to do, we will live with peace, hope, and joy. Let's pray. Lord, help us by your grace, through your love, help each one of us and our families to have an increased focus, Lord. As we think of 2020, an increased focus upon our relationship with you, Jesus, our God, who took on flesh, who came from heaven to earth to bless us, to strengthen us, to guide us, to forgive us, to save us, that we would be your children, your beloved sons and daughters forever. Lord, as we take communion and we think of the epiphany, that unveiling of who you are in the world, that you have a face like ours, yet totally wonderful and holy and awesome, that we can see the face of God and understand who you are because you walked in the world, walked in our shoes. Lord, help us to listen to you this year. Give us ears to hear and help us to do what you say to follow you and to follow through. Lord, bless our time of communion, we pray in your name, Jesus. Amen.